The Old Testament book of Jonah is not the story of a great fish. It is the story of a great God. In a world on the verge of judgment and desperate for a spiritual awakening, it holds a message we all need. Salvation is of the Lord. Join us in the book of Jonah today as we study God's Word with Scott Pauley. You know, Jonah slept a lot, didn't he? I don't know uh, if you really enjoy sleep or not, but we sleep for different reasons. Sometimes we sleep because we're tired. Praise God, he giveth his beloved sleep. Sometimes we sleep because we want to escape. I think that was Jonah. Uh, he has been referred to as the sleepy prophet because frequently you find him sleeping somewhere. And yet, I'm glad to report to you today, his God never went to sleep. No, every time Jonah was sleeping and trying to run and escape through any means possible from his own conscience, God was still wide awake with his eye on Jonah and at work in Jonah's life. We're talking about the miracles in Jonah, and the first miracle is found in the first two verses. The first miracle is the miracle of prayer. Jonah prayed, and God answered. It's not a miracle that Jonah prayed per se, because lots of people in their desperation cry out. But it is miraculous that God would hear and answer his prayer. The Bible says, Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. All of us who have known the Lord for any length of time can stop and say, That's my story. That's my testimony. Praise God. He heard me. But let's come to another verse today and to yet another miraculous thing. In the next verse, verse number 3, Jonah goes on, For thou hadst cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about, all thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Here we discover not only the miracle of prayer, but the miracle of providence. You see, God was at work orchestrating all the circumstances to bring about the perfect will of God. Aren't you glad we serve a God who's higher, who's wiser, who's bigger? He is the sovereign God of the universe, and he is today where he has always been. He's seated on his throne. He knows you, and he not only knows you, he is where you are, and he's working in your circumstance. Look at verse number 3 of Jonah chapter 2. He says, for thou hast, that's past tense, cast me into the deep. He said, when I look back, I didn't recognize it all at the time. But when I look back at my past, I see God at work. Aren't you glad the God of the past is also the God of the present? And notice where he put Jonah. He deposited him, in the words of Jonah, into the deep. Maybe today you say, you know, I'm in deep waters. I, I'm in a deep mess. Well, I'm glad to tell you today that God works in deep places. In fact, let me read to you a scripture from Psalm 77 uh, that Asaph wrote, another man at another time in a similar circumstance. Psalm 77, verse 13, he says, Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? Thou art the God that doest wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. So far, so good. God's in the sanctuary. God's holy. God's great and grand. Keep reading. 
Thou hast with thine arm redeemed thy people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph, Selah. The waters saw thee, O God. The waters saw thee. They were afraid. The depths also were troubled. The clouds poured out water. The skies sent out a sound. Thine arrows also went abroad. The voice of thy thunder was in the heaven. The lightnings lightened the world. The earth trembled and shook. Thy way is in the sea. Don't miss this. Just a moment ago, he said God's way was in the sanctuary. Now he says God's way is in the sea. We love it when God leads in plain places where we can see what he's doing. But in the sea, the sea is ever-changing. The sea has currents and tides and undertow. Uh, There's constant change in the sea. Thy way is in the sea, he goes on, and thy path in the great waters, and thy footsteps are not known. He ends Psalm 77 saying, Thou lettest thy people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. You see, it's a historical passage. You remember, they had to come across uh, the Red Sea. And uh, frequently God was leading his people across the waters. They'll have to cross the Jordan to get into the land of Canaan. But here's the secret. Whether it was in the sanctuary or in the sea, God was the one leading. Maybe today all is well. You're just living in the sanctuary. You're, you're living in the most beautiful place and just surrounded by such a sense of worship. I want to tell you, God's leading. Praise God. Enjoy that. But perhaps today you're crossing the sea. You're trying to track his footsteps and see what he's doing. I want to tell you that the God of the sanctuary is the God of the sea and that the God of history is the God of the present and God is still leading his people. In fact, those verses in Psalm 77 describe a storm. Did you hear the waters, the clouds, the lightning, the thunder? We don't like the storms of life, do we? But it's in the storms that God is often doing his deepest work in us. It took a storm to turn Jonah around. It took a storm to bring Jonah to the place of prayer. And perhaps in the storm today, God is working in you. What was he trying to accomplish in Jonah? Basically, two things. First of all, he was working to humble Jonah. Jonah had been pretty proud, thinking he knew better than God. Don't we all? And God is always working to humble every one of us. And then, he was not only working to humble Jonah, he was working to bring Jonah to himself. Don't miss this. It wasn't first that he was trying to send Jonah to Nineveh. It was first he was trying to bring Jonah back to him. I would say to you, we're never going to impact our city, our nation, our world that's in desperate condition and in need of the message of God, we're never going to impact them until we get back to him ourselves. And so the Lord is working. In fact, I've learned by experience that God meets you in the deep places. In fact, it's in the deep waters where God often does his deepest work. So listen to the verse again. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas. I've marked that phrase in my Bible, in the midst. It's found all through Scripture. It's frequently attributed to to Christ miracles in the gospel records. See, the Lord doesn't work when the storm passes. He doesn't work when the circumstances get better. He doesn't work when you feel better about it. No, he works in the midst of it. He steps right in the middle of our mess. And why does he do that? Because there, all eyes are on him, and he alone gets the glory. Jonah says, and the floods come past me about. Look around, look around, Jonah. On every hand, there's flood waters. Oh, but now look up. There's someone bigger than the flood. 
Did you hear a moment ago in Psalm 77 where he said, The waters saw God and feared. The waters saw God and fled. And there's a little humor here. We look at the waters and get scared. But those waters look at their creator and fear. You see, God is greater than whatever you're dealing with today. He ends verse 3 with these words, All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. In other words, Lord, this is bigger than me. I can't handle this on my own. It's overwhelming me. Oh, I'm glad to tell you there's someone that is greater than those billows and those waves run to the Lord. Only God parts the waters. Only God can walk on water. Only God can see you in the deep waters. And friend, he's not against you today. He's for you. He didn't hate Jonah. He loved Jonah. He wasn't fighting against Jonah. He was working on Jonah to bring Jonah back to himself. I think it's a miracle, frankly, that a God of all providence would care so much for us. They would work in the details of our life to accomplish his grand design. Don't miss the miracle in Jonah. Don't miss the miracle in your life. It is a miracle of the providence of God. Do you want to go further in your study of the Bible? Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find hundreds of articles, sermons, and podcast episodes in our online library. You can search the archive by scripture or subject, and we trust it will help you as you continue your journey in scripture. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.